Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Goofs and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Porti, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Joko, it's been a minute. How are we living on this fine Wednesday afternoon? Pretty good, man. Bowl season has been... I'm just going to say it's been pretty lame. Uh, but other than that, I, don't, I watched the fun one last night at Texas State. That was a cool thing to witness. Um, yeah, been going pretty good. I'm trying to get really deep into hockey now that football's basically almost over. NFL's at the tail end. We're kind of like gambling on who's tanking, who's not tanking now. But yeah, no, everything's been going pretty well. Nice. Nice. Okay. Uh, I wish I could say the same. I am on day 14 of some sort of sickness that has, uh, taken over my life (laughs) i am down 32 pounds in two weeks uh man yeah i wish i could be like yeah you know exercise gym and drinking water Um, jenny craig just get whatever sickness joe has pretty much i have no appetite i barely eat and I may have lost some of my uh, affinity for soda, which is uh, terrifying, but I guess needed. So I don't know. <laughs> We're still trying to figure out what's going on here. Uh, but I made it through-ish. Uh, and uh, yeah, I have not done much uh, on the sports realm in the past two weeks. Hopefully I get, get to feel a little bit better. Uh, I did get to see uh, Dolphins beat the Cowboys this weekend. That was uh, That was a pretty nice one, so... Um, what do you want to start here with uh, the sham that we call college football? Just kind of go through uh, some of those bowl games real quick. College football and maybe even talk about the playoffs at the end. Uh, we'll go with that and kind of move forward. Um, all right. So the first bowl, military bowl, respectfully, uh, Virginia Tech Tulane. Uh, Tulane's 11.5 point underdog. Uh, is that too many points? Okay. Let's. Let's really talk about this, and let, let's be kind of adults when it comes down to this. Um, when did Virginia Tech ever be good this year? When have they ever beaten a team by double-digit points? Never. This is the, I understand Tulane has a lot of kids out. I guarantee you the backups for Tulane and the third stringers for Tulane are better than Virginia Tech starters. I will be taking Tulane plus 12 Anybody that does anything differently is a re. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Let me not say that. Is it dumb? It's respect. It's a military poll. Yeah, we'll be respectful. Fucking stupid. Where is this at? It's in Maryland, right? So yep. I guess it's a little bit of a road trip. I I'm on Tulane plus twelve. Anybody that's taken Virginia Tech is one gigantic jerk off that's just fucking watching. I don't know. They're they're looking up coverspread.com and just getting their free picks there. There is no way this is this isn't a sharp play. Virginia Tech sucks ass. Um, yeah, I think I'm with you. Uh, give me Tulane uh, plus 11 and a half. Uh, underdogs have been doing uh, pretty damn good so far here in uh, bowl season. Bowl season ever, yeah. No, it's it, dogs and overs, basically. Yeah, okay. Um, UNC, West Virginia. Uh, obviously, no Drake May in this. Um West Virginia is favored by six, over under 60 and a half. What do you got? 
I actually kind of like North Carolina in this. Uh, Mac Brown in bowl games is pretty damn good against the spread. I think he's in the last 10, he's 8 of 2. So, like that. I'm not sold on West Virginia. I do feel like North Carolina does have a decent backup. We got to see him play a couple times. I like North Carolina plus five. I got it at plus six. You got it at six as well? Uh, yes, currently it is six. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I'm on North Carolina. Um, yeah, I don't really have much of a feel for this one, so give me UNC plus uh, the points there. Um, all right, number 15, Louisville versus USC. Um, obviously, no Caleb Williams. Um, is Louisville's quarterback in this? Uh, yes, Louisville will be playing in this. Gotcha. Uh, and it is a six and a half point favorite over under 58 and a half. Feels a little yeah. low for a normal USC game, but I guess that's what happens when USC is uh, not with it. Caleb Williams? Louisville has a decent defense. We saw that, I mean, all year round. It's not a... USC's defense is terrible. I mean, that's kind of the way that works. Uh, the fifth stringer, or I'm sorry, the backup has transferred. Uh, their third stringer has gone to the portal as well. So I really don't know who was playing at quarterback for USC. Personally, I would lean... I'm not going to play this just because it seems the money's all over the place. I'll probably stay away, maybe hit the under on this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I still feel like this game goes over. I just feel like it's a bowl game. You just you do all your sorts of crazy plays. You just try to make some excitement. Uh, because none of these games matter anymore in college football. Oh, this, we are basically watching like a spring Exhibition. game, preseason yeah. game that's at the end of the season, which makes no sense. It's basically the preseason for, what, 2024 season? Yep. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, we have some FSU players who have been like on the team for two weeks now. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, all right. And then Texas A&M. Uh, OK State, the Texas Bowl in Houston. Um, OK State is a minus three and a half point favorite over under 55. What do you got? I actually really like uh, Oklahoma State minus three. I think there's 12 starters on AM that have transferred. There's been multiple. There's This is a leading transfer portal team. Oklahoma State's kept a lot of guys. I'm not really concerned for that this this bowl should be renamed the little brother bowl i just think uh both of them are trying to prove something here but i don't know what the fuck a&m's they have no coaching staff they have no players i don't know how they could actually formulate a team against gundy and gundy's gonna actually give a shit in this game so yeah give me oklahoma state minus three yeah oklahoma state this game definitely means more for so um yeah, yeah i'll also take okay state as well um, and that makes me feel good because I was like starting to be like, ah, man, one of these favorites has to hit, right? Uh, so hopefully it's okay, State. Um, all right. Uh, tomorrow morning, SMU, Boston College. SMU is a nine, minus nine and a half point favorite over under 48. Um, is yeah. that too low? I think it's too much. Uh, give me Boston College. It's in Boston. Uh, shitty weather. These SMU kids probably haven't played 
too many times and up north. I like Boston College plus nine and a half. Playing at the Fenway Park. Come on. Yeah, there's a weird one. Um, yeah, it's probably going to stay away from me. I don't know. Uh, I did, uh, I'm sure you saw because you were there, but uh, Texas State uh, sold out SMU Stadium, which SMU didn't do the entire year. <laughs> yes, they, uh, there's, there's one thing that we can all, like, Texas State is not one of those schools for academics, nor is it for sports. But when the sports team's good, the fans get drunker. They show up. It's actually pretty cool, man. It, it was a cool thing to see yesterday. All right. In uh, a very weird matchup, we have Rutgers and Miami at Yankee Stadium, continuing yep. our baseball uh, park tour here. Uh, Rutgers is a minus two and a half point favorite uh, over under 41 and a half. What do you got? Uh, give me Rutgers minus two and a half. I'll actually probably take it at the money line. Uh, no Van Dyke is with the Miami team. A lot of transfer portals there as well. Uh, Rutgers, most likely, if you committed to Rutgers, you were committed to Rutgers. Not a lot of transfer portal movement coming out of there. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean that that would make that would be a delicious outcome for my for myself. Uh, I think I'm also going to follow you on the Rutgers money line there. Um, okay. Uh, NC State, K State, K State, Kansas State is a minus. This is two our pop tart bowl. Yes, right down the uh, road for me here, uh, about ten minutes away. Um, what do you got? So Will Howard has transferred on, but I also think North Carolina State doesn't have a quarterback either. Am I correct on that? I wonder. So let me kind of look into that real quick. But from what I think the best thing to go at this would be to take Kansas State. They just have an overall better team. I'm not really in love with North Carolina State this whole year. I don't think they've covered a good bit. So, yeah, I will personally lean Kansas State. Kansas State will continue to fight and actually give a shit about this as well. NC State um, will have their quarterback, but they are missing other key players. I ain't worried. Yeah. I'll take NC um, State plus the points just uh, for the bants since underdogs are doing so well. Um, all right. Alamo Bowl at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Arizona, Oklahoma. Arizona is a three point favorite. Over Oklahoma, I assume because Dylan Gabriel has transferred. And the backup quarterback has transferred, and about six starting people on defense have transferred. Yes, I will take Arizona team total over 32 and a half. Interesting. Um, why don't they just have the transfer portal begin after the bowl games? Well, it's this kind of interesting thing that they do in college football. College starts like January. So you've got to transfer your sign up for classes and do that shit. I know. Yeah. It's a weird thing they do, students. Interesting. Yeah, how are you going to fix that system? You can't. 
unless you make this essentially a minor league system for the NFL and all the schools have their own brand and they're completely separated from the university, but it's a university sponsored team or shit like that. There's, there's no fixing this. Yeah, you might be right. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, do you like the over 59 uh, in that game as well? Uh, yeah, because, I mean, Alamo Dome, Alamo Bowl games in general just go over. I don't know what it is. I think the last 10 years it's gone over. That's kind of like a consistent betting thing. But I could see both teams scoring 30, and I think that would easily go over at that point, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just think Arizona is a little bit more firepower, a lot more team. Uh, and this is probably a bigger get-up game for them than it is for Oklahoma. True. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, next up, uh, Clemson at Kentucky. Or not? I say at, but these are bowl yeah, games. Uh, yeah. Clemson versus Kentucky at the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, so pretty close for Clemson fans. Um, over under is only forty-four and a half in this game. Clemson's a five-point favorite. What do you got? I have Clemson minus four, so I'll probably go with that. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd probably uh, go with that as well. Uh, Clemson's uh, quarterback, what's his name? Um, why am I blanking on it? Uh, no, it's a kid from Austin, Texas. Uh, shit. Will, no, Cade Klubnik. Yeah, he didn't transfer, um, which I was a little not. surprised by. But, uh, okay. Um, yeah, just take Clemson minus four there. Uh, Notre Dame, Oregon State. Notre Dame is a six-point favorite. Over-under is 41 and a half. Uh, and this is the Sun Bowl in El Paso, Texas. Yep. I will gladly take Oregon State plus six and a half. Uh, what makes you that confident? Uh, no Sam Hartman, and Sam Hartman, or Notre Dame without Sam Hartman in the past, has been pretty piss poor. I mean, this is the same school that lost to Marshall. Um, yeah, True. Oregon State's going to give a shit. I think DJ Ugalaga is not playing, but it wasn't. I mean, Oregon State's backup QB played last year, so he's going to have a little redemption story for this year. So I don't feel like that's a crazy thing to do. So yeah, I like Oregon State with their backup QB actually getting the start this year which has played for Oregon State in the past. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah, then, yeah, give me Oregon State and the points. Another underdog. Uh, Memphis, Iowa State. Iowa State minus 10.5. You got anything for that? Uh, Iowa State minus 10.5. Uh, just better coach football team and just better team in general. That should be kind of a blowout there. Okay. All right. Uh, Cotton Bowl in Arlington, Texas. Missouri, Ohio State. Yeah, I'm debating on is... going or not. Uh, might be boots on the ground for this one. Ohio State's only minus three? Is is that a little low? No, I actually think the wrong team's favored here. Uh, most likely Marvin Harrison will be sitting out, declaring for the draft. No, McCord. There's been a few other receivers that have left. Majority of the offensive team is gone. Missouri, yeah. on the other hand, has played a very good defensive ball game throughout the entire season. They should be able to pretty much handle whoever the Ohio State backups are. 
So I think Ohio's, uh, Missouri plus three is the right play there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I just... You said all of that, and I nod my head, and I go, yes, yes, yes. And at the end of the day, like, I just feel like it's going to be 30 or 13 in Ohio State, but we'll see. I would be absolutely shocked if that was the case. I, I feel like the Ohio State team is going through probably the biggest downswing right now I've ever seen from their program. Well, <laughs> wait till we get to the Florida State roster. <laughs> um, Ole Miss, Penn State, in the Peach Bowl. In Atlanta, uh, Ole Miss is a five-point uh, underdog uh, against Penn State. Uh, Over/under is forty-eight and a half. What do you got? Give me the over on this. Um, I like the over forty-eight. I think both teams can score over twenty points each, and I actually think Mississippi State wins this outright. So I'm probably putting a little bit on the money line there. Uh, nothing too crazy on the transfer portal there. Dart's still there. Still decent. Program. Okay. Nice. Uh, Music City Bowl in Nashville. We got Auburn versus Maryland. Maryland's a six and a half point underdog. Um, what do you got for this one? Yeah, this will be my first like favorite I think I picked on this day, which will be Auburn minus six and a half. I uh, think there's been a lot of movement coming out of Maryland transfer portal wise. Auburn, not so much, actually. Kind of surprised on that just how piss poor they were, but maybe they believe in something down there. But yeah, I'll go Auburn minus six and a half. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll probably follow you on that. I might even put a little bit on the over 47 and a half. Um, just feel like both teams should get at least to like 20, mm-hmm. 24 range. So, um, okay. Uh, next up, the matchup that everyone is waiting for. UGA, FSU. <laughs> FSU was a 19-point underdog. Uh, and to be honest, probably that's not enough. <laughs> Considering, I think I saw a stat, it was like, I think we're only having people who have played this year for us play uh, like 48% of our roster. Like, it's an absolutely insane um ridiculous uh game and to be fair georgia is not playing with a bunch of people as well i think that's being a little overlooked here um this could be a sloppy game um yeah you can kind of see the sloppiness just based looking at the total it's at 44 it's pretty low for a bowl game there um honestly dude don't bet this and there's no reason to if you if I'm gonna take a side just for giggles and kind of like to watch, I will most likely be on Florida State plus nineteen and a half, which is what my book has it at. I think this is going to go to twenty, um, if not even more, because again we're still getting last minute dropouts. Um, yeah. was really disappointed that our backup QB decided to transfer. But also, he's been with us for four years and, like, you know, Got did everything down. he could. And I understand he was a little pissed because they brought in um, all these transfer portal uh, QBs for visits. And, yeah. No, you got to get out of there. It's it's unfortunate, but that's kind of how the world works. 
does he though? Like he could continue being the backup at Florida State, which is like Yeah, but Joe, you can't just transfer after you lose the job. It's the unfortunately this is the portal time. So he's gonna have a great season with I don't know, Rice. I think a lot of teams were looking at him at Rice and like that was kinda of, but that's kind of the issue here. It's the timing of the portal. Well, yes, and if you've already been there for four years, right, you're making enough money as a backup quarterback, the same amount that you're probably making as a starter at Rice or wherever. Um, Not necessarily true. That's not how NIL works. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... Uh, your, your weird understanding of NIL money is kind of off. Uh, I'm, let me explain it to you this way. Okay. So DJ Ugalugga Lugga is the magic cap is saying he might be going to Florida State. You are not going to get a transfer guy to come in to be backup. So they're going to probably tell him, hey, we want you to start. They're telling this kid to get out. They're essentially saying, hey, Tate, you need to, you need to find something that's best for you. Right? That's really what's going on here. And right. trust me, there's going to be a spot for Tate. He is going to flourish in a G5 league. It is going to be fine. He was never going to be. Or he was never going to be an NFL style quarterback. Well, that's what so I mean. That's that's basically my point. It's like, you know, uh, backup quarterback for the USC, Florida State, uh, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, Texas is like. like kid, <laughs> it's like a really you know attractive spot, right? You don't have to go do all the stuff. You get all the girls. And you make a little bit of money, and you get to skate through college. Uh, I don't know. It was. I just thought it was interesting. Um, okay. Well, yeah. My official prediction right now is going to be Georgia. I don't know. I might tease Florida State. I just don't think Georgia losing as many people as they have, and no one talking about it, it's going to blow us uh, out by thirty points. No, and this isn't a team that really gives a shit to be there either. No, not at all. Right? It, these are. This is a game of nobody wants to fucking be here, and that's fine. I completely get it. Um, it's just, it is what it is, and that's kind of the sad part about it. Uh, this is like the death of bowl games. Like, why does why do these fucking matter? Next year will be a lot better when we have twelve, what six, twelve real bowl games that actually mean yep. something. Um, sorry, uh, my daughter has decided to show up. Okay. And wreck havoc as per usual. Um, all right, Toledo, Wyoming. Wyoming's a three and a half point favorite over under forty four and a half. What do you got for this one? Uh, so DeQuinn Finn is transferring. Tucker Gleason will start for Toledo. I'm trying to take a look at the spreads here. Give me two seconds. I lost my page. It, re it refreshed on me. We've been pretty big Wyoming guys here. Uh, oh, dude, this is actually huge news here. Wyoming head coach Craig Bull announces he will retire after the Arizona Bowl. Wyoming is a guaranteed lock to win this game outright. Minus three and a half, they're going to absolutely beat the shit out of this team. You play for your coach for his last game. That's simple as that. Yeah, I like it. Um, I don't mind the money line either. Um, yeah, give me my Wyoming money line. Um, okay, and that leads us into the last five games. We've got Wisconsin, LSU. LSU is a 10-point favorite over under 55 and a half. 
Yeah, it will be uh, Jaden Daniels will be opting out for the NFL. Garrett Newsom, Goosem Meyer will be the starting quarterback. Uh, there's a very potential big chance that uh, Mike Malik Neighbors will be opting out, but Brian Kelly has stated that they will both play in the game. Uh, don't really love too much about this. Taking a look at uh, Wisconsin's opt-outs, they have their starting running back, center, and cornerback out. That's about it. Nothing more other than that that's really detrimental to the team. Jeez. LSU's got a pretty piss-poor defense. Wisconsin has a pretty piss-poor offense. Uh, it's kind yeah. of a reverse unstoppable <laughs> movement. For, like it, It's kind of the reverse. Easily movable force. Yeah. Give me... Give me Wisconsin plus ten and a half for funsies. I don't think that's a real bet I'm gonna take, but yeah, for for shits and giggles. Um, next up, uh, Iowa, Tennessee. Tennessee a six and a half point favorite. The over under is thirty five and a half. Um, I'm actually pretty excited for this game. Uh, yeah, just sound uh, kind of fun. Nico Lama Leva. Forgive me if my, I mispronounced that. He was the 2022 number one recruit coming out of high school. He will be getting the start for Tennessee. Uh, kind of excited to see how he does there. And then uh, go from that. Uh, let me take a I don't have Tennessee on my board yet. I think, what was the spread? I like to give me Tennessee right now. What was the spread? Six and a half. Six and a half. Okay, I must have misheard you. Yeah, give me Tennessee minus six and a half. Okay. Uh, next up, we've got Liberty. Undefeated Liberty uh, versus Oregon. Oregon's a 16 and a half point favorite. Uh, over under 67. Uh, I don't even know what to make of this game. Uh, I think Oregon should blow them out by 40. Yep, and especially that's without with their Oregon's playing. Oh, he is Bo Nix is going to be playing. Bo Nix and Bucky Irvin are going to be playing. I mean, if you think about it, Bo Nix is potentially a second-round quarterback right now. I think he needs to kind of show some draft stock. He might do that. He might go to the Senior Bowl. There's a couple things there. So, yeah, I kind of like uh, Oregon to just beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Uh, I don't see any reason why uh, they wouldn't. Uh, no disrespect to Liberty, but uh, Liberty Biberty. Um, all right. Well, then that leaves the uh, the big games. Alabama getting two points uh, against Michigan. Michigan minus two, uh, over under 45. <laughs> what do you make of this one? Yeah, I'm ready to be uh, incorrect on these. So I will go Michigan minus two. I'll probably take them at the money line when the time comes because I, I have a good feeling that's going to drop. It. A lot of the money is on Alabama, but yet the line keeps getting bigger for Michigan. Overall, key reason why I think this, Alabama has not looked awesome. They did beat Georgia. That was their one highlight win, I think, of the year. But struggling against teams like Arkansas, Auburn, South Florida, for fuck's sakes. I mean, now South Florida's a little bit of an asterisk on it. I'm just not in love with the quarterback. I think he's... If you can keep him in the pocket and make him play quarterback, Michigan's going to win this game by like 10 to 15. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think will win Michigan minus two. I'm ready to be absolutely incorrect on that. I think 
there's only been like two times that Alabama's been a dog in like postseason. And the last time was with Florida in 2009. And I think they beat Florida by like 30 in the SEC championship game. Interesting. Yeah, I think I'm going to lean Michigan. Um, I, would, I mean, obviously that's what my heart says, uh, but I do think Michigan is just a little bit more sound fundamentally than yeah, Alabama is. Yeah, I agree. Is. They're the best overall team. Uh, and then that leaves uh, the other, the big one. Uh, Texas, Washington, at the Superdome in uh, New Orleans. You're not going to this, correct? I will not. I was not one of the lucky season ticket people to get selected, so that's fine. I will sell everything in my house to go to the national championship game if that does happen. <laughs> I will actually like legitimately like think about selling my truck to get a ticket. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. I, it's like I I both uh, wish that for you and I don't wish that for you. Um, but uh, yeah, well. Okay, well, hopefully we make some money on these picks, and then you won't have to do any of that. Um, yeah, I won't be taking a bet on the uh, UT Washington game. My big concern with that simply is our defensive backs, and they're not the greatest. And there's a couple dogs on the Washington work receiving core, so I'm a little nervous about that. But I think our defensive line will be able to get to Michael Penix pretty quick. This is a revenge game for him last year. I. A lot, the cool thing about it is a lot of both teams have a, like 90% of the roster from last year. So I do like that. I'm actually kind of excited to watch this game. Overall, I'm going to be a happy guy at the end. This was a great season by UT. If they go another round, even better of a year. Pretty stoked from where we were to yeah. where we are now. I would agree. Nice. Okay. Um all right, well, that's all we got for college football. Um, you got any hockey or NBA stuff you got for today? Yeah, I got a couple hockey props, if anything, if that helps. Um, just a few here. Let me just make sure I got my notes up. Two seconds. Ooh, some fun oh. ones here. Panthers lightning. I see that already. Yeah, no, there's 14 games today, so I'll try to go through it as seamless as possible here. Oh, my God. Got to refresh, sign in again. This is terrible. Just keep me in. Can we talk about what, what happened to our, our boy, Matt Kachuk? I've been somewhat out of it. I know he... He, I mean, just, you know, he, he used to have an over-under of five and a half shots <laughs> per per game, and now it's like over two and a half. Dude, honestly, this year has been really weird for shots on goals. Like our, our, like our last year, Sweet Prince, uh, Nathan McKinnon, he's get, averaging like two to three a week, or a game now. Who was the other guy that we used to bet on all last year? Um Pasternak from the Bruins. He he's very hit or miss now. So I have my four favorite here. Then I'll have like four leans on top of that. I like Kevin Fila. This is a uh, Kings at or Sharks at the Kings. Uh, Kevin Fila at home's been pretty good, pretty solid over the last couple of years. His over under is two and a half shots on goal, so I like that. Uh, Kale McCarr with the Colorado Avalanche at the Arizona Coyotes. 
I have over two and a half shots on goal for him. Jeff Skinner. Bruins at the Buffalo Sabres. He is on the Sabres if you're having trouble looking that up. I like him to get over his two and a half shots on goal. And then uh, Brock Nelson with the New York Islanders. He's been pretty solid over the last two weeks. He's been hitting his shots on goal. I have him over two and a half. If you parlay those all together, you get a plus 625. I put like a half unit on that. Okay. Now for my next four picks, I cannot pronounce his name. Uh, Nikolaj Ehlers from the Winnipeg Jets. He's been on a tear lately. It's going up against the Blackhawks. Blackhawks are really terrible defending. I like his over three and a half shots on goal. Martin Neckis. I'm sure he said that wrong too. Uh, uh, Carolina Hurricanes at the National Predators. Also another team that's not really good at defending against shots on goal. So I do like the over two and a half shots there. Uh, Let's go, you know, just big name here. Sidney Crosby against the New York Islanders. I think he'll get over three and a half shots on goal. And then uh, one, because I'll be watching it on TV, Jordan Cairo, he's playing against the Dallas Stars, St. Louis Blues team here. He will have over three and a half shots on goals. He's had pretty much a good, his last four games, I think he's gone over that as well. I do have a goal pick as well, if you'd like. Only if you like. Yeah, sure. Of course. Austin Matthews, Toronto Maple Leafs. He will get one goal. It's a plus 100. Throw a unit on there. I think he gets it in the net tonight. Austin Matthews. Okay. And... And where's Crosby? I'm going to put him with a a Crosby... uh parlay here for a goal I got some NBA props if you want if not Joker, did we lose you? No, I'm still here Oh, okay, yeah, I said, yeah, hit me with them. Oh, I might have lost you there. All righty, so three-point bets here. So three-pointers made. My favorite tonight is Royce O'Neal. He's with the Brooklyn Nets. He is going up against the Milwaukee Bucks. They're 24th in his position of power forward. His over-under is one and a half. He has hit this 80% of the time, or 80% of the time in the last five games. So four out of five, and then he's actually done this around 75% of the time when he plays against the Bucks. So I like him to get at least two three-pointers tonight. Uh, other one I like. This one is kind of a, a kind of a risk here, but I do enjoy it. Uh, Emmanuel quickly to get over two three-pointers made against the Oklahoma City Thunder. So I like that one there. And then Chet Holmgren to get over two three-pointers. Against the New York Knicks. Interesting. Okay, let me see here. Let's do that. Player props. 
Oh yeah, they don't have Royce O'Neal for me. On uh... give it some time. Uh, the games will. You're gonna start seeing more because like NBA props don't really come out until like four, five right. o'clock. True. So I got a couple of rebounds if you want to write these down as well. Okay. Uh, Malachi Flynn, he's with the Toronto Raptors. I might mispronounce that name as well. He's a point guard. I think he can get over two rebounds. He's hit this his last five games against his uh, against the Wizards itself. He's done it 50% of the time, so I do like that. Uh, Chris Bocher, Boucher, Toronto Raptors, point power forward. His over-under line is two and a half. Wizards are pretty piss poor guard or defending against rebounds at that, so I do like Chris Bocher to get over two and a half rebounds. Let me see what else. Uh, Fred Van Fleet, point guard against the Suns. I like him to get at least four rebounds tonight. I think that is everything. Anything else you got? Yeah, for my FSU guys, give me a point. This is a points over. Scotty Barnes over 22 and a half points against the Wizards. Uh, Wizards are the worst defending team in the league against that position. No, no, we we already have the historical bad team. Uh, That is the Pistons. They don't play today, otherwise we would have hammered them. Uh, But Scotty Barnes over 22 and a half points. Uh, Cameron Johnson with the Brooklyn Nets. I like his over tonight of 14 and a half. Let's see what else? Uh, you know what? Give me Josh Giddy over 10 and a half points as well. He's hit this three out of the last five games. He's typically does well against the Knicks. So I will go with that as well. Um, let me, see, let me just make sure that it's showing up on mine. Yeah, he said it's uh, over ten and a half. Yeah, over ten and a half for Giddy. Okay, cool. Um, all right, uh, that's all I got on my end. Uh, anything else on yours? Ah, uh, no. Uh, if the game hasn't started yet, by the time you listen to it, uh, take the under on the Virginia basketball game. We have a weird break of college basketball where there has been none. So I've feel, been feeling empty inside. So this is our first real game back. Uh, Virginia against Morgan State under 32 and a half, I believe is what it was. It might be 32 now. Take the under on that. Both are very, very slow-paced teams. Virginia's really good at defense. I don't expect a lot of scoring in this, and I expect Virginia to win outright, but it's just going to be a very slow-paced game. Pretty boring. Probably no need to watch. Just check it out on your phone. Nice. Okay. Cool. All right, everybody. Uh, that's all we got for today. We're going to try to come back uh, Saturday morning and do the NFL slate and some weekend uh, extra picks as well. Um, I appreciate you guys sticking with us uh, through my little health scare here. And uh, yeah, we should be getting back here on a regular schedule here soon. As always, make sure to like, follow us, subscribe, hit us up on the interwebs. Let us know how your gambling is going. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Sweet. See y'all later, guys.